Good morning and welcome to Tech Talk here live on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Arya Lightstone. You can listen to us on jmintheam.org or nachumsiegel.com. As always, we are proud to be sponsored by our friends at Adorama Camera. More than just a camera store, please check them out online at Adorama. A-D-O-R-A-M-A dot com or visit them in person at 42 West 18th Street. If you have not yet downloaded our special Nachum Siegel app, I highly recommend you go on your Android device to the Play Store or on your iPhone or iPad or what have you to the iTunes Store and go get that Nachum Siegel app. It enhances the learning, the listening experience. It enhances our interactivity. I think you're really going to enjoy uh, not only what you hear on the Tech Talk show, but also have an opportunity to hear all of the great programming that the Nachum Siegel Network provides for you day in and day out. Uh, so we're back on Tech Talk today. Uh, you know, it's a weekly show, and and one of the, the opportunities to a weekly show is we have a chance really to scour the globe uh, for uh, featured guests who can talk about doing things differently uh, intelligently, articulately, uh, and sometimes more efficiently. And, and we're excited to have with us for the first half of this show uh, a guest who I think personifies a lot of those character traits. Uh, Amit Patel is from Cleveland. He comes from a family uh, for whom real estate is almost come second nature, uh, involved very much in, in what I would consider a very old-school um, industry, and yet, uh, Amit has brought a tremendous about, amount of new school thinking and creativity, uh, to that. A, uh, master's, um, graduate from NYU, uh, is here to share with us, uh, both his story, but also the story about Quo, Q-U-O. Uh, in the words of a startup, it is quite literally starting up. We are, we are right here in, in, in the beta stage and, and it's incredibly exciting and one of the things that we like to do on this show is to take guests and to follow them and the evolution of them and their companies from, you know, the beginnings to, uh, to you know, please got a, a incredible successes. So with, with that introduction, Amit, are you there? Yes, I am and thank you very much for having us. Th- thank you for coming on the show. I, I, I'll, I'll just, you know, point out to our audience really quickly that, uh, you know, when we do our, our we had a, a great conversation last week and a lot of the email exchanges, there's something that you do that automatically I want to jump into. Every time we have an email conversation, you're very quick to copy the other members of your team. And so I'd like to jump into right there and we'll get into some of the more biographical stuff in terms of what you're doing. It seems to me that culture is so critical to Quo and to you as the co-founder and CEO of Quo. Can you just address that for a moment? Sure, sure. I'm, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in ensuring communication flow is, 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 uh, is the ease and we, we have to keep open lines of communication with the team members. And so I, I'm a firm believer that if I'm having a conversation with someone, uh, everyone should be kept in the loop about what's going on um, and uh, what's what's coming at us. Um, and so if I'm having a conversation, for instance, an opportunity like today, uh, I want to be sure my team members are listening. They're they're also involved. They support they support the idea, 
and they give me some feedback on 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 on, on quo overall and 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 they they're they're sort of the engine of the product itself and that's that's key for for quo so I mean one of the things that we try to accomplish on this show is not only the chance to uh, become exposed to entrepreneurs like yourself and companies like yourself, but also we we really consider this an hour of education for our listeners. Um, while the world of startups and entrepreneurialism certainly is not new, I, I think that the the rapid pace that it changes and adjusts, um, there's a new lesson to be learned. At least on our show weekly, I, I'd have to imagine every day there's a new lesson to be learned in, in this world. And and I really wanted to highlight that I do have a chance to communicate with a lot of CEOs and a lot of founders, and, and they work to a degree in silos. Uh, to me, I was very excited. Um, I was very excited about uh, about your open level of communication. So that uh, that to me was exciting. But okay, we, we jumped ahead. Would you would you mind telling our audience a little bit in terms of your professional background and how you wound up at the, you know, starting quo? Sure. Um, I was, uh, so I was born and raised in, in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I attended John Carroll University undergrad, um, decided to uh, move on and, and move to the big city and, and go straight into graduate school at NYU. Uh, I worked in consulting, in more in particular management consulting, for about four years in Manhattan. And so I traveled quite a bit. Um, but I decided that it was I was getting tired of the of the traveling and wanted to move back home to Cleveland, uh, where my family business um, originates. Uh, we my father started a um, you know, hospitality business back in the 80s, um, and he expanded into other forms of real estate, uh, such as commercial and residential units. And so you know we uh, we as a family uh, were, were were sort of uh, grew up in the in the real estate business uh, from the beginning. Um, and then uh, last uh, last fall, sort of, um, you know, uh, my partner Todd Goldstein uh, approached me with an idea around how we can sort of disrupt uh, the way people search for a place to live. Um, and so what we quickly did is we 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 actually we actually went out and uh, did some research and and um, surveyed a number of folks, uh, particularly our current tenants, industry industry experts. Uh, other major landlords in the industry, and uh, as well as the competition, and you know, we came back and we realized that um, a lot of a lot of what was missing and, and where people were searching for a place to live was very frustrating. And what was missing was lifestyle decisions were not being uh, were not being made. And so, when I talk about lifestyle decisions, you know, in today's world, you can search for a place to rent based on type of unit, market, and and your budget. Um, and that's pretty much the same look and feel across all the websites that you currently see out there. But no one really takes into consideration that the, that the tenant really wants to live near other people that they may know, as well as places that are important to them that they want to live nearby. And so we wanted to create Quo around the, around the idea of being able to live near people and places that are nearby that are important to you. And so we integrated Facebook, and we integrated Google Maps, and we created a platform where folks now can search for friends or friends of friends in a given market, as well as places that are important and that are walkable in distance, and that will that will sort of spit out the the ideal location to live in. And and this concept, you know, isn't isn't necessarily cutting edge. It's it's more uh, it's it's more of the fact that we built an algorithm, we built a technology around existing technology that's already that's already out there, and. Sort of combining multiple, integrating multiple platforms into one, where people can now find 
the ideal place to live in and get referred by particular tenants to the landlord, and there's a cash bonus for that. So, so um, the the way it kind of works is, um, if I were to if I wanted to live in New York City, and I I found out that you were living in one building, I'd get referred by you to the landlord. And if I ended up signing that lease, there would be a success fee that get paid that gets paid out. So there's an incentive for getting referrals to the landlord to help fill vacant units. And so that's the whole concept around Koal is to create that social element uh, to renting. So interesting. So you you want to you're operating under a couple of working uh, assumptions, and, and my guess is that you come to these assumptions through uh, a little bit of experience as you just walk the audience sure. through. You, you have your, your landlord to an extent in your family business, yeah. uh, but yeah. in addition to being a landlord, you were also a tenant. I, I, I presume or assume yeah. when you came to New York City, you also had to find a place that you were going to live. And uh, and once you were going to live, you, you had to evaluate why you were going to live there or how you were going to live there. So you, you came at this both from the perspective of you've got property that you'd like to – Get rented, um, and uh, you also, as a as a tenant, want to be in a place that uh, that's most comfortable for you. So, from from a uh, first of all, I, I rarely get to ask this question. I'm curious, how did you come up with Quo as the name? You know, Quo is one of those obscure, like left field kind of names that uh, my partner came up with. Um, it really has any no significance to the actual uh, concept. <laughs> it's one of those things that's really catchy, and I think people get it. Uh, when they see quo, and then when you add rent quo to it, it kind of gets a little bit more uh, the idea around, okay, now I'm searching for a place to live. I, the, the site makes sense. Yeah, no, the yeah. site makes all the sense in the world. I wasn't positive yeah. whether there was something that uh, that I was missing out. I'm like, shoot, is that like a linguistic play? It's okay. It's catchy. That's, uh, that is uh, is what it is. Um, so we understand the concept. How long ago did you come up with this concept? Yeah, we started back in September of 2013, um, and we quickly uh, went out and did a lot of surveying and research uh, in the industry to sort of build out that business model. And then we we brought on good, strong advisors to help us sort of uh, create the concept, uh, the product requirements, and then we uh, we raised the seed capital round um, back in November uh, to help uh, fund the product. And the development of it, and so we started in January, February timeframe, um, starting to build out the uh, with the website as well as the app itself. And, and this this is going to be driven. In what way do you think that this product is going to be driven? Do you feel that the initial adapters are going to be the property managers and the landlords trying to push it out to their tenants, or do you think that? It's going to be people searching for apartments, or do both need to happen at the same time? Yeah, so there's a couple different uh, strategies of how we're going to acquire users. Um, And what I've been working on uh, is establishing relationships with existing landlords. uh, Because, you know, landlords' landlords' biggest pain points are that they spend a lot of marketing dollars across various channels, and they don't see much value in those channels when they try to fill vacant spots. So if I look at an apartmentguide.com, I can spend a ton of marketing dollars and advertising on there, but I see zero value coming through those channels. And so Quill is an alternative source where it's free, and you pay the success fee based on on, on, on finding a lease, um, which makes sense. And so what, what I do is I go out to landlords in the area, and I, I, I have a, we, we have signed agreements, 
and and what what the signed agreement contains is that we're able to integrate with their listings and their vacant units. But what we do is we do some co co campaigning and co branding with their existing units. You know, it's it's key to have your existing tenants market the building for you, and so we want to make sure that we get all their existing tenants to check into Quo. And so once they check into Quo, they're socially out there on a map um, from 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 a building standpoint to where people can now search for friends or friends of friends in a given market. Um, and so uh, there's a couple different ways. One one is obviously that way. The two is that we're going out to universities and talking to director of housing folks that uh, manage off-campus housing um, uh, units. And so we want to be the gateway where folks search for a place to live off campus uh, through the university um, so they can see where friends are living uh, in different areas around, in and around the campus areas. Um, and then the third is, 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 sort of a, is sort of a unique way of going out and, and finding uh, top employers uh, who do relocating or recruiting or onboarding services where we can also be the gateway for folks that are searching for a place to live in a urban market. Uh, if they're in the city and they're looking for a place for apartment, the company can help them through Quo to finding other uh, potential professionals that are living in a given apartment or not that they may know via friends. And so that's so you know we're we're hitting the ground floor to having ambassadors on the floor to really promote Quo. Um, it's it's a different way of doing it. Um, the other websites out there actually are more just data aggregators, you know, and they they pull data from databases and they sort of spit out a clean version of it. Um, and that's and that's what I, that's what we call sort of attempting to become another Craigslist is what the, is what everyone else is trying to do. I think what we try to do is we want to make sure we establish strong relationships with landlords to minimize their cost as well as provide a very unique social platform for tenants to find the best place to live. So I want to I want to take a quick pause because I think you've given us sure. a tremendous amount of information. Let let me remind the listeners, please, that you're listening to Tech Talk on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Arya Lightstone. I think we're very grateful for this show to be joined by Amit Patel from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, co-founder and CEO of Quo. You can find their website at rentquo.com. Rentquo.com. You are listening to us on jmintheam.org or nachumsegel.com. Would love to again pitch for anybody out there who has not yet downloaded our app, the Nachum Siegel Network app. Please go and do that. As always, we are proud to be sponsored by our friends at Adorama Camera. More than just a camera store, please check them out online at adorama.com or visit them in person at 42 West 18th Street. You know, we have a lot of different shows and I think we try as best as we can to, to sort of reach one of the two things that we get sort of the best feedback for. And this, uh, I'm guessing that we're going to have a fair amount of uh, uh, buzz about this for the following reason. Normally, I mean, we'll have people who are, sure. you know, shows that are out there that talk about, you know, leveraging that Israeli missile technology that allows you, like, to pick out, like, the the color of your furniture at home. So it's, it's interesting sure. to see how you got from point A to point Z. But the other shows that, that I think seem to drive a tremendous amount of attention um, and participation is when we speak about things that hit very close to home and see where technology sort of changes something that you're used to doing in one way and you sort of have that aha moment and you see how it could be used in another way. So one of the, one of the shows that we like to have on is uh, these advancements in education technology because 
everybody was in school at some point in time. Everybody, uh, you know, their kids, their brothers, their sisters, their parents. School is something that we can all sort of relate to. I, I know that, you know, at some point in time in so many of our lives and so many of our listeners' lives, the, the concept of, of being in the apartments, wherever those apartments were, and, and being a Denver guy who, who came to live on the East Coast for a fair amount of time, you know, there was always that experience of almost all of my friends and neighbors of, of where are you going to live, how are you going to figure out where you're going to live, and, and when you're making that leap across the country, um, you know, sort of how, how do you make that happen? And uh, and to me, I, I think, and this is why I was very enthusiastic to have you on the show, Amit, and to talk about Quo, is because everybody can relate to this. This is not a um, you know complicated outside thought that none of this doesn't really apply to me. This really applies to a great extent to everybody. And when I saw you know some of the information on your company, you know your market is 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 ginormous, to use a very non technical term. Um, you know, the, the amount of people who are renting is probably more than ever before. And, uh, and there's really today is, you know, is competition for those renters. So, okay. I, I sort of give that as an introduction to make sure that the audience sort of knows at least how I'm listening to that, what you're saying. Sure. So you said, and it's very important, the, the way that you differentiate yourself from the competition and you explain that they are to a degree data aggregators. And what you're doing is something different. Just drill down as, as practically as possible for myself and for our audience, please. What Quo does versus, uh, whether it's a Craigslist or whether it's a, um, almost these listservs with very specific neighborhoods that you might go to. And what do you do that, that, that sort of differentiates yourself from the rest of that competition that's out there? Yeah, so the biggest differentiator of what Quo does is we have a social network for where people can search for a place to live, and that's based on lifestyle decisions that they make. Um, I eventually, you know, got into this knowing the fact that I would like to, if I were, if I were, if I, when I was a tenant and I was searching for a place to live and I was on Craigslist, I spent countless hours trying to find a place to live. And it, it, it never, never made me satisfied when I actually fi- actually signed a check over to, to signed a lease over to, to to that specific apartment. And so I, I found it very painful, and I wanted to go out and create a way where people find the the, the process more efficiently, more efficient, and more smooth to to to, to find the best place to live. And Quo does that because now you're on a map, and you have a map view of of where your friends are living or friends of friends are living in a given market. And so that gives a sense of comfort. Uh, that gives a sense of safety, um, knowing that other friends or other folks that you may know are living in a given apartment building. Um, you know, my long-term vision for Quo is what makes it different from the competitors is, you know, if, if I were able to search for a deep dive into someone's social profile, because I want to live near other people that are like me in a given market, um, we, we we can do that. We can take a deeper dive into someone's social profile and say, if you like a particular type of music or if you work at a particular company, attend a particular type of business school, um, all, those, all, those, all those elements are very important uh, when people search for a place to live. And that takes precedence over, over sometimes uh, budgeting or type of unit or um, – whether or not there's uh, uh, specific amenities available in that building. I think people find 
uh, sense of comfort living in a building that other people that they know are associated with based on their own personality or social profile. And so the competition does not do that. And what the competition does not do, what, what, competition, what, what the competition does do is they, they take a bunch of data from a database uh, that was filled by brokers or real estate agents, and they mine the data and they spit it out in a very clean format uh, through, uh, through the web. And so when people search for a place to live, they're not necessarily solving the problem for the tenant. They're just they're providing a cleaner version of what Craigslist currently does. And I think that that in itself is the biggest differentiator for Quo. Um, and, and that's why we created the platform. Interesting. And and I think that that has value certainly to to our audience uh, in understanding sort of what that process looks like. I think if we can all put ourselves in we're traveling for business school, our company just got relocated, we just got a, a new position, whatever else it would be, um, and this would be a way, um, a friend of a friend, common interest, common uh, situation, whatever else it would be, that would give us some comfort to something that otherwise could be very foreign and very, I don't know, I don't know if intimidating is the right word, but, you know, uh, strange, uh, for lack of a better term. And this gives me some commonalities uh, when I get there. Okay, so I, so I, I like and appreciate and get, I think, um, to a great degree what you're trying to accomplish at Quo. want to remind our audience that they're listening to Amit Patel, the CEO and co-founder of Quo. Check them out at www, although I don't think people say that anymore, dot rent quo.com rent r-e-n-t like i'm going to rent an apartment quo q-u-o.com and, and and pretty soon i think and this is what we'll get into next i mean we're going to be moving uh the company along in terms of the technology that uh, that's accessible and 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 building up the audience that'll be participating in in that technology so can, can you tell us a little bit you, you know you started september uh you raised some money uh, you got some advisors. You begin developing the technology. Walk us through your uh, your launch uh, process, please. Yeah. So our initial launch process is that we have, we currently have roughly ten landlords in the area that have signed up with Quo. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to go to each um, apartment building here in Cleveland and start uh, campaigning Quo uh, to get folks to check into Quo. Um, to um, integrate their listings onto Quo, and there's a, it's pretty easy for a landlord uh, because most landlords are on a system called Yardi, and uh, Quo has an agreement with the Yardi property management system um, that all units or all vacant units and, and amenities and services that departments offer can be easily integrated over to Quo's platform, and so it's more of like a click of a button. For the landlord, so so there's no pain there. And then uh, we handle all the sort of the marketing and co-campaigning um, with with the landlord. So they don't really have to do any work. Um, we'll have folks that will go in and 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 sort of have a marketing kit where they can post they'll post um, uh, flyers and billboards throughout the building. Uh, they'll have a blasted email to their tenants to check into Quo. Um, so there's a couple different ways of activities that will happen uh, over the next month or so, and and what we what we think and what we believe is that we'll have ambassadors at that point where people people will go around literally to get other folks to check into Quo on their smartphone, 
And once they do that, then we have a mass volume of users already on the closed system. And so that, that entices folks to, when they're searching for a place to live, they'll be able to see other people living in a given market. And once we hit Cleveland, we're going to hit other markets fairly quickly. Um, and I think we're going to hit Columbus, we're going to hit Pittsburgh, Chicago, Detroit, um, and then end, end up in our ways to um, East Coast. So, we'll, you know, we'll be in New York, Boston, D.C., Philly. Um, and so we want to hit all the major markets where, where apartment renting is at its highest. And so that's what we think that uh, coal will be a huge success. Sure. And is there any downside for a property manager or a landlord to use Quo as opposed to their traditional uh, field? I mean, I see from a tenant's perspective, why not? Meaning it will be one of the tools in my in my arsenal. And, and from your perspective, you want it to be their primary tool in their arsenal. Uh, is, there a, is there a drawback for a landlord not using uh, uh, to use Quo? I, I can't think of one way that a landlord would not want to sign up because it is free to sign up for a landlord. There's no upfront cost or fees. Um, and the only payout that they have to give is if a referral gets comes into their door and the actual assigned lease goes through. And that's and that typical referral fees range from $50 up to $500. And, and that's a, a fraction of the cost that they currently spend in, in advertising or their broker fees. So, and, and from their perspective, just like for a tenant, and, and I can sort of see the evolution, anticipate the evolution of this, if you get enough traction, the landlord's actually at a disadvantage for not having their apartments on quote, because they're, yeah. the, the facility next door may be there, and, and they certainly don't want to lose out to them. Right, and, and, you know, the interesting thing is when I started pitching this to, uh, landlords in the area, uh, and, uh, back in the day, Apartment Guide and, and uh, all the old school websites came came knocking on their door, and um, they had to sign up with these websites because their competition was doing it. And I think Quo's adoption would be the same way, because if they don't do it, then their competition will do it, and and and, and they'll lose out. They'll lose out on market share, and so they have to they have to be on Quo. And I think that's the advantage for us. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In order to to remain competitive, you need to be uh, in that market, which I think makes a tremendous amount of sense. Um, <laughs> to, to to me, this is it, it's pretty cool because you know we we like the aha moments here on Tech Talk, where uh, where there's almost a a a arbitrage situation where why wouldn't the tenant use you and why wouldn't the landlord use you and and then you have an opportunity to prove yourself. And, and that's all people really are, are looking for in, in the world of business is for the chance to demonstrate that what they're doing uh, does add value. So that's, uh, I think, to me, uh, makes a fair amount of sense, and I'm, I'm sure would resonate uh, with our audience as well. Um, when you anticipate challenges moving forward, what, what are sort of the challenges that, that, that you're either most concerned about or, or are trying to figure out how to address? Yeah, one of the one of the biggest challenges that we have right now is that we're, we, we are – we are in the process of, of shifting gears of, of, of launching uh, the website and the app, and so we want to make sure that uh, the process is very smooth, getting the right users on board, testing the product out, uh, making sure that we fix all the the bugs and, and any other uh, potential uh, errors that occur for the user. Um, 
I think what I would like, what I envision is I'd like to have, uh, to bring in a, a tech team full time. Um, so we are raising a round of funding currently, um, to help fund, uh, a team of tech, uh, technologists. And so we, uh, we think that, uh, finding good talent is sometimes a challenge here in Cleveland. Um, and we may have to look elsewhere for that. Um, but, but I, I think that, uh, once we get the right tech team in place, the right, uh, marketing strategy rolled out. Um, I think Quo will be a huge success. Um, uh, and then, and then after that, you know, we want to, we have, we have a plan for a number of features and service offerings on top of what currently our core business model is. And I can talk about that too. Um, you know, we, we, we envision that we can offer, uh, products like insurance, renter's insurance. Uh, there's a rental registry, uh, where folks can purchase you know, if, if you and I were living together as roommates, we can purchase products on Amazon and have a registry to make sure that we buy the right products. Um, there's also the ability to uh, uh, create pay your rent on Quo eventually. Uh, so if if uh, if you, three guys were living in one one apartment, um, every month they have to figure out you know who's paying utilities, who's paying the rent. Uh, well, we want to create a sort of a, a, a payment system where you can split rent and utilities or miscellaneous expenses, and then one check goes to the landlords as, as opposed to, you know, three different payments uh, in today's world. And so, you know, right. we have some ideas that we would like to roll out eventually, uh, but I think our initial goal is to make sure that we ramp up, we have the user base, we, we start growing into different markets, and then we add features as we start um understanding a little bit more about what the consumer needs are. Right. And I know your timing is tight this morning, Amit, and I appreciate the time. Sure. We're, we're going to steal you for a couple more minutes. I do want to sure. take a, a momentary break to remind our audience that they're listening to Tech Talk on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Arya Lightstone. We have Amit Patel here from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, not necessarily known as a tech hub, but we've had the privilege in the past of having on a guest from Launch House, where I believe Amit has helped to foster his company. We're hearing all about Quo, which Amit is the CEO and co-founder of. As always, we are proud to be sponsored by our friends at Adorama Camera, more than just a camera store. Please check them out online at adorama.com or visit them in person at 42 West 18th Street. Uh, we're excited to be here on JM in the AM and and you can listen to us, jmdm.org or nachamsegel.com. If you haven't yet downloaded our app, go ahead and download our app. You can listen to us. It's a lot of exciting programming here on this network. Uh, you know, I meet with, uh, one, one of the, one of the advantage, I don't know, advantages, exciting parts of, of, uh, of tech talk is you sort of start the show, you have an idea in terms of where it might go and, and you get creative people on, uh, who think in big ways. Uh, and you're already telling me uh, about the various different verticals that you can use. And, and frankly, you know, the, the paying for the utilities, the, the splitting those things, these, these are things that, that I, I hear about uh, all the time. Yeah, I'm not in the apartment living stage at this stage in my life right now, but whether it's my brother or, or, uh, or my sister or, or whoever else it would be who, who've dealt with these issues, I'm saying within the last 30 days, uh, when you sure. say things like that, it, it resonates. Um, yeah. And, and I think that things that, that again, that aha moment, I think, uh, just makes a, makes a fair amount of sense. Um, <clears throat> but before we get to that, uh, in, in the couple minutes that I know that you have left with us, um, can you tell me then from, before we get to the verticals, 
the revenue concept for Quo. Is this a user play? If you become the uh, place for renters and landlords, then obviously you have – that's a real estate play. It's an online real estate play, but it's a real estate play. Is that ultimately what this becomes financially, or is there a different uh, function that, that, that you're thinking of that I haven't yet understood? Yeah, there's a couple different ways of how Quo makes money. Um, and um, our core business model is around – uh, our our green program, and that green program is what I currently do is going out and pitching the Quo concept to landlords uh, to sign up with Quo. Um, so if we have a, a term for one year, two years to have their listings on Quo, um, any any success lease that comes through Quo, uh, there's a cash bonus that gets paid out. Quo will take a percentage of that cash bonus as part of helping to facilitate the entire transaction for people referring friends to the landlord. Um, and so that's our core business model. But I always think about additional ways of how we can make money. And and and, and when I talk about the other service offerings that we have, uh, I talk about renter's insurance. And what we did is we, we were partnering with renters, with insurance companies to offer products and services to tenants, um, uh, depending on where they are in their life cycle, uh, uh, renter's insurance or other forms of insurance that Quo will be able to get some referral referral money off of. Um, and so that's an additional revenue stream that we, 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 we always talk about. The, the, the other revenue streams are around um, rental registry. So if you purchase products off a big box retailer, uh, Quo will get, again, a commission fee for that. Um, and then we talk about Quo Pay. You know, payment processing is a big business. And so when, when we talk about that whole payment processing system of paying your rent and utilities on Quo, um, there's, always an, there's always a fee involved where we can, uh, we can charge the tenant if they were to utilize their credit card or, or ACH debit. Um, and so that's where we see value uh, coming in through that stream. Um, we talk about data, and I think, uh, I think sometimes when, you, when, you're, when you're a real estate developer, um, one of the core things that you want to understand when you're building your next building in a given market uh, is, is data. And uh, Quo, Quo is going to capture a lot of data here from the time where people search for a place to live, from the time where they hop around to different uh, buildings, um, from what's important to them for where they want to live nearby. So if I want to live nearby Starbucks, business school, restaurants, uh, a developer likes to know that type of data knowing the type of person that's searching for that kind of stuff. And that data we can sell to potential developers, real estate developers, and, and they pay for it. They'll pay for it. Um, and and, and that's, that's when they know that they need to build another building in that given market. And so um, there's a couple different things we've, we've brainstormed. Um, but, uh, again, our core business model is around um, providing referrals, um, getting referrals to the landlord, success, success leases that come out of there, and that fee, we, we take a percentage cut of that. Right. So, so essentially, just, just so I and the audience understand, you're really talking about numerous streams that essentially are all little pennies on the dollar, maybe sure. even fractions of pennies on the dollar. But ultimately, if you are able to generate the volume uh, which is why I began the conversation with you that the size of your market is scientifically ginormous. Um, where if you can be, uh, all you need is, is, is pennies on the pennies, 
um, and you haven't, you know, there's an opportunity for for a real play over here from a revenue stream. Yep. That's so that's that that I think also makes sense to certainly to myself, but I think to our audience also, where there's sometimes, uh, you know, you'll get uh, the WhatsApp thing generated a tremendous amount of uh, buzz and and. Uh, uh, Con, uh, questions here on the Tech Talk show in terms of what it what was the value what is the value so if, if I've got these people but they were all to shut off tomorrow what's the wh- when you're developing something that not only is a lifestyle but uh, but in addition to it being a lifestyle it is something that that uh, people actually use <laughs> in terms yeah. of economically so at that point in time you know it makes a lot of sense there's there's an opportunity uh, for something like that to uh, uh, to continue to grow, and that 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 I think is pretty interesting, and and I think does resonate uh, with our audience. We, I, I like to, and I I know that you're pressed and running in in maybe two minutes. Can you? I, I like to ask all of our our entrepreneurs to maybe share two different ideas with our audience, and with that, we will thank you for uh, for your time and and uh, and wish you lots of luck. Which something with something that I think is pretty uh, pretty cool. Um, can you share? You know from. From somebody who grew up in a much more traditional industry uh, and has now ventured out into this world of entrepreneurism and uh, and to a degree technology in the startup world, uh, sort of personally, what the uh, largest adjustment that you've had to make and uh, and uh, maybe um, you know some of the uh, one or two of the of the reasons why you feel that it has been worthwhile uh, making this leap. Yeah, you know. The, uh... The biggest thing is, you know, I was in the corporate world for four years, and uh, make, taking that leap over to, to sort of being your own boss um, is, is has been a has been a has been a, a good challenge for me. Um, and uh, you have to know every business function uh, yourself, um, and you be able to have knowledge in all forms of all, of all sides of the business, um, and and being tactical, being strategic. Um, those are all very important things, and so you're you're personally liable for everything that occurs in the company, um, and and I think that's for an entrepreneur uh, is vital um, to understand that any decision that you make impacts the entire organization or or the entire product or service that you're offering, um, especially at, at a level where Quo is at um, right now. It, you know, every decision or every conversation we have, every all the team members are involved, um, and I think that's important. Um, and as we grow and we evolve, I'd like to keep that cult, close culture, family type of um, lifestyle in, within within the within the company. I think that's important um, because everybody should know what's going on, um, and and everybody should, have, should should be able to sort of stand uh, in front of the brand of Quo uh, and and understand the messaging, the content, the product, the service that we are, that we're offering people. Um, and so and, and so you know. The biggest thing is, as an entrepreneur, you know, you, you really have to understand everything everyone is doing on your team as well as being able to strategically make decisions that are important for the company itself. Um, and so, and then sometimes you have to juggle between, between running or building a product, running a company operationally, as well as raising money. Um, so uh, it, it is juggling those three things is, is very challenging. No, it's, it certainly sounds like, 
you know, you, you made the, the calculation in terms of risk reward. Um, and, uh, and I would have to, uh, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. So I'll just ask the question. Yeah. I, I anticipate that you, that you feel that the reward here will be outsized, uh, in sure. terms of the risk that you're taking. Cause there are substantial risks that you're taking. Sure. Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, uh, on behalf of the listeners and myself here uh, on Tech Talk, but the Nachum Siegel Network in general, we we appreciate your time, uh, and uh, and I'm very excited uh, about hearing about Quo. Want to remind everybody out there: check out rentquo.com. W- when are we going to be able to download your app? Uh, we should be able to roll out the app here in about uh, three weeks, roughly. Uh, Great, we, we, and and I will I'll definitely shoot you an email once we uh, once we get closer to that date. I, I look forward to updating the Tech Talk universe on uh, on uh, the uh, launch of the app because I think that many of us out there, if it's not ourselves personally, uh, have uh, friends, family, students, um, and 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 recent graduates who are embarking on new adventures, going to new places, and I feel like that August, September, October time is uh, is pretty prime for that. Uh, and I imagine, and, and our audience probably skews this way, we have a fair amount of multifamily landlords who I know listen and participate, and we actively engage online and offline. Uh, for those people interested in Quo, how, how can they reach you, um, Amit? Um, you can shoot me an email. Uh, my email is Amit, A-M-I-T, at Q-U-O dot I-T. Um, or you can shoot me um I think you have my phone number, so if you if you want to particularly send my 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 cell phone number to someone, uh, feel free feel free to. Perfect. That 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 is the type of familiarity and and congeniality that we have here, collegiality that we have yeah. here. Not that you're not congenial as well, obviously, but uh, you sure. know here on the uh, on Tech Talk, uh, anybody wants to 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 reach our 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 entrepreneurs and and to get in touch with them to use the product, uh, uh, discuss with the product, potentially even invest in in the product and the company. Uh, there, there certainly are opportunities. And Amit, thank you for your time. We 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 look yeah. forward anxiously to uh, to to hearing how uh, you guys continue to succeed. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a great day and good luck with uh, the, the meetings the rest of the day. I'd like to remind our audience that they've been listening and you will continue to listen. Please, God, to Tech Talk on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Arye Lightstone. We had for the majority of our hour Amit Patel, uh, co-founder and CEO of uh, Quo. You can see them at rentquo.com. You've been listening to us on jminthem.org or nachumsiegel.com. As always, we are proud to be sponsored by our friends at Adorama Camera, more than just a camera store. Please check them out online at Adorama.com or visit them in person at 42 West 18th Street. Uh, this will be the last time this hour that I'll remind you to download our app, the Nachum Siegel app. It really does enhance um, in, a, in a very, I think, meaningful way. Uh, the listening uh, and participation experiences, as you just heard on the show, uh, there is this level of, of comfort when our guests come onto the show. They really want to embrace and to connect with with you, the audience, and, and as the host, uh, I feel it's a it's a special privilege to be able to play uh, the part of a, of, of a conduit of a broker to. Uh, you know, certainly informally, uh, in between uh, our audience and and uh, the entrepreneurs that we have on. Um, we try on Tech Talk 
uh, as best as we can, as often as we can, uh, to have the connectivity in between Startup Nation, the, the land of Israel, the state of Israel, and uh, and the world of technology, the world of entrepreneurship, uh, the world of the economy. Um, it's very difficult uh, in any way, shape, or form uh, to relate anything to Israel today, this past week, these past three weeks, uh, without a, a deep sense of, of somberness. Um, to, to a degree, there aren't any words, and it's not the... the Purpose or the place of this show um, to uh, to be opining our opinions uh, on current political events, but certainly uh, here on Tech Talk, uh, I'm sure he, all of us here on the Nachum Siegel Network, uh, our hearts very much are in Israel uh, at this point in time. And uh, uh, the one, not not the one thing. It's, it's I don't want to say the one thing. A a a, a part of the, this tragic. Uh, the tragic last three weeks um, that has resonated with me in the world of social media has been Naftali Frankel, Alva Shalom's uncle, who was featured in a Forbes article. I'll try to post it to our Tech Talk page. A Forbes article many, many months ago, seven, eight months ago, um, in terms of uh, being a leader in technology in Israel, it, it would be our, our really pleasure and special privilege to be able to have him as a guest here on Tech Talk, and, and we hope to have the opportunity to do that in the not-too-distant future. Uh, but he was interviewed by Forbes many, many months ago, uh, February, January, maybe even December, uh, speaking about not dissimilar to the SodaStream article, where we know SodaStream has become a hot-button issue in terms of uh, the, the Arabs and Jews uh, working together together, uh, for a company, moving the mission of that company forward. We've commended time and time again Scarlett Johansson, the spokeswoman uh, for SodaStream, who's been pressured and pushed uh, to stand down from being supportive of a company like that and, and to her credit has stood up over and over and over again uh, in support of them, not different than Jay Leno, who received also challenges um, we had a, a guest from our crowd on a couple weeks ago here on the Tech Talk show, and and uh, and he came on now now with the the company's mantras is you know they want you to succeed and they want you to make money, uh, but uh, we hear all the time about boycott, divestment, uh, sanction, and and unfortunately with recent news, uh, I'm sure that there's going to be a renewed call for that all over the world. Uh, that we have an opportunity to fight that boycott, divestment, and sanction the BDS movement, invest, invest, invest. And the advantage to investing is there's an opportunity not only to support the growing economy in Israel, but also to make money. These aren't investments that are disguised as charity. These are investments for the sake of yielding uh, large and sometimes very large returns. And that's a, uh, that's a pretty awesome thing. Um, so, you know, to, to a great degree, um, that is an opportunity. I, I was speaking again briefly just a minute ago about Naftali Frankel's uncle, who was when Naftali and the other two boys were missing, he was interviewed again by the fellow who interviewed him on Forbes. And I'm just trying to pull up the article so I can give that fellow uh, credit and I haven't yet discovered it, uh, now. Um, and, uh, and asked him very pointed and poignant questions, uh, during those those times where uh, where we did not know what had occurred to those boys and what the feelings were within the Frankel family 
And, uh, and the interview was just difficult to read anything at that point in time without crying. Maybe still today difficult to do it without crying, but, but, uh, but, uh, this fellow was an articulate, calm, rational, um, spokesperson on behalf of, uh, technology, uh, on behalf of, uh, the family. And, uh, and he was just, uh, he was in the news just, uh, a day or so ago of being one of the first people to call the family of this, uh, Arab young man who was murdered, uh, to offer consolation, uh, to him and to his family in, in a unique way that, uh, that, uh, that he was uniquely positioned to be able to do. And, uh, and again, in no way, shape or form does technology play a role in any of that. But but our show has always been about more than just the technology. It's been about the people who are behind the technology. That's that's the real asset. And to see that and to see your heart be warmed wherever you sit on any of these issues, to be able to see somebody who who's profoundly recognized across the world um, for for just a a, a bottomless heart uh, filled with being able to give even in times where where he should be fully on the receiving end. I think is. Is and was and continues to be uh, very very special, um, and I encourage everybody. I'll, I'll hopefully be tweeting out the article a little bit later today. If you're not following me on Twitter, I would encourage you to do so. Our show only takes place once a week, but we try to interact uh, with you, the audience, and the entrepreneurs over the course. It's a 24/6 job, uh, so follow me at Lightstone A L I G H T. S-T-O-N-E-A, at Lightstone A. Uh, I'll hopefully be tweeting out the article a little bit later today and have an opportunity to be interacting not only with Quo, but with with many of the other companies and entrepreneurs uh, that we've had on our show in the past. Um, I think I, I do want to sort of close the show with with maybe words of caution, where uh, where I think we just saw the beautiful part of, of a, a person – and technology and it's it's using the technology to elevate yourself as a person and and that person being able to have a a larger opportunity to make a larger impact because of how special and important and poised that person is and i think that that's very very special um i would point out that on the other end of the spectrum though there's tremendous danger with technology enabling people who who i don't know why I, I really don't. I, I would only, I would only beg people, encourage people, implore people that before you post something to social media, be it Facebook, be it Twitter, um, if you think for some reason that you are a uh, expert in something and people follow you for whatever reason, um, and, and times of uh, really international uh, crisis, um, think before pressing send. You never know who, who you, you intended to tweet or to post to be funny. You intended to tweet or to post to, to, to express your emotions to a smaller circle. Once you press send, you may as well print it on the front page of the New York Times because if it hits the right person in the right way or the wrong person in the wrong way, um, regardless of what your original intention is, you have no idea how far that potentially goes, and I think that's important for us to teach to ourselves, to our spouses, to our children, to our coworkers. Be prepared. Anything you're willing to put out there through electronic media, you may as well be prepared to say with a camera in your face or to print it on the front page of the New York Times. And that's that. I think is a lesson. Technology sometimes um, enables 
good and great people to be even better and even greater. Uh, unfortunately, it does magnify mistakes that, that good and, and well-meaning people uh, can make. And, and I think it's incumbent upon everybody to understand that uh, the, the power of pressing send. And uh, that's the... That, that's the final idea that I, I'd like to leave us with this, this, you know, from, for the summer that, uh, there are many concepts of technology out there that we can use. I would only encourage us not to get lost in them and not to have that supplant the, the real relationships that we have. I know that my wife and I are planning on spending a, a little bit of time with our kids on a vacation. I think our number one goal was to go someplace that doesn't have any reception. Uh, you know, we think that the summer is a chance, uh, to unplug and it's, it sounds a little bit funny. I'm the guy who gets on, uh, the radio and, and speaks about technology for an hour a week. So I'm certainly engrossed in it, uh, in the lifestyle and the concepts and the opportunities that are out there. Uh, but the, the important part is not to lose an entire summer, uh, to these extra things and, and to be able to spend some time this summer focusing on the things that ultimately at the end of the day really matter. And I think if we walked away from anything on this show, Hopefully it'll be that when you take something of substance, quo won't put you into an apartment that you didn't want to be in anyways. But quo might help you find that apartment that you've been looking for that you wouldn't have been able to find without that. That there are times where technology will take something of substance and enable it to yield greater results. Um, and there are times where, where it turns into a platform. Um, the way the world uh, united, uh, to find, uh, research stand, stand in, in solidarity with the families of these, of the three boys who were so tragically kidnapped and murdered, um, and then to mourn with the families. And, and in that way, I think that technology plays a critical, important, <coughs> instantaneous role, but it also enables or, or, or creates a situation where, uh, where there's danger. And that's, uh, flaming the, f- fanning the flames, uh, in, in all sorts of ways that I think if, if we were able to be rational and take a minute before, pre- before pressing send, before pressing tweet, before pressing post to think about what we're really trying to accomplish and, and the widespread nature of what that is, I think that would behoove all of us, uh, to be able to do that. Uh, just in, in the waning moments here of, of tech talk today, again, uh, with uh with a level of of somberness and and bittersweet nature of of connecting again uh to startup nation wanted to remind everybody that you've listened to tech talk here on the Nahum Siegel network I'm your host Arye Lightstone we had a chance for the majority of the show to hear from Amit Patel uh talking about I think outstanding technology quo it makes sense to me uh ideas are good we get down to execution and uh and maybe in that way we can talk about uh, uh his connectivity uh and always looping in his team uh maybe we can have faith that he's going to be able to execute and how exciting would that be we'll check them out at rentquo.com you've been listening to us on jmintheam.org or nachamsegel.com as always we are proud to be sponsored by our friends at Adorama Camera more than just a camera store please check them out online at Adorama.com or visit them in person at 42 West 18th Street. Um, speaking of family, uh, I had the privilege of, of uh, in January, bring my oldest Akiva Lightstone into the studio uh, to uh, listen uh, and participate in Tech Talk. 
which is fun. I think that uh, you've heard me speak numerous times over the course of our shows. Uh, all the knowledge that we learn is either to keep up with our kids or to figure out how to educate our kids appropriately. It's really their generation of technology that we're living in. Um, and uh, and today I have the pleasure of having Shayna Lightstone, uh, my old my daughter, uh, here with us on in this in in our studio, uh, producing Tech Talk today. Um, we haven't had nearly enough female uh, guests. I, I know from the participation that I get via email and Twitter, we have many, many uh, female listeners out there, and there are outstanding, outstanding female entrepreneurs and technology experts. And, and I'm fully confident that Shayna, who's sitting here with me right now, uh, is going to be one of our technology all-stars. Uh, maybe she'll turn four first, but, uh, uh, without a doubt, uh, you know, she has the ability, uh, from technology and creativity, I'm sure to go far, uh, in this world that we talk about here on Tech Talk. So I wanted to thank everybody, uh, for listening to us today. Uh, know that, uh, that our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers are with the families in Israel, uh, really also praying for peace in Israel, uh, where we can focus hopefully on, on only the positives that come out of that land that seems to impress us each and every day uh, with its solidarity, with its unity, its innovation, and its creativity. Let's be able to focus on the technology and the business uh, with peace, please, God, uh, soon in our times. Um, so uh, thank you again for listening to Tech Talk. You've been listening to Tech Talk here on the Nachum Siegel Network. This is R.E. Lightstone, your host. Uh, very excited to be with you yet again this week. We are proud to be sponsored by our friends at Adorama Camera, more than just a camera store. Please check them out online at Adorama.com or visit them in person at 42 West 18th Street. Until next week, have an excellent week. It should be a good week. It should be a week where we hear awesome things and get to delve into creativity and focus on moving forward uh, while acknowledging, obviously, the tremendously challenging past that we've had over the past several weeks. Have an excellent day and a wonderful week. Thank you.